Wonder what's in here. Yeah, that's a tap. What we need is some girls. Can turn that on and off. Bath mat. Put that on the floor. Can stand on it. Yeah, that's a shower. Gonna need a shower. When I'm washing. We can shower all we want, man. We've got running water and everything. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have a shower. That's a bath mat. Need that. This place is the worst. Next time we come here, we should stay home. Standing on the bath mat. What's in here? Ah! They're eating me in the shower! Ah, my face! They got him pretty bad. <sighs> I think I'll have a shower. that lost your train of thought, didn't I? No. I'm Paul Dr. Lucas. I'm not very good at electricity things. <laughs> when, he, when he said that, it made the word electricity sound different. Like mm. electricity as in like, um, oh, markety. <laughs> you know, like a crazy sp- uh, spin on the word electric. You know, electric-y things. Someone who had never seen electric before. Or electricity <laughs> than that. And then my life was electric. Mm. Uh, well, top of the history hole to you. Top of the history hole. Top of the history hole. After all the joys of Troll 2, it's been that long. Oh my God. Uh, we are slipping back down, uh, back town, I've written. <laughs> we are slipping back town, this gurgling orifice, to experience things. To experience things. And what, what's the name of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's on third? Sorry, Who my, is it? my shit twin was here making rubbish jokes and I had to kill him. <laughs> Another example of, um, really, the lead guy didn't direct this? Canadian <laughs> exploitation cinema. Didn't he? Uh, Things. <laughs> didn't he? Things, 1989, was directed by Andrew Jordan and was written by Jordan and the star of the film Barry J. Gillis. There we go. Sample him starring in this movie here. When he was young, they all bothered him because he was thin as a toothpick. And as he got older, they, they laughed at him because he was fatter than a fridge. One of the boys took a hammer to Harold's head, the claw of the hammer, and the other slashed his stomach open with a machete. Harold died from blows to the head. It's a class act. There is no context I can offer to make better sense of things, but uh, most reviews succumb to generic hyperbole, but Jay Hurtado of Screen Anarchy called it critically unassailable which i think is the truest thing i could find said about this professionally like a, a wall covered in like running diarrhea <laughs> mark camo could run up it with like sandpaper tied to his limbs but um <laughs> but he'd be a different he's just not man. gonna get purchase yeah <laughs>
His hair would never go back into that unassailable quiff. Shit, he was unassailable too. What happens oh when an unassailable quiff meets an unassailable movie? <laughs> an unassailable wall of diarrhea. You get things. Public, much the same, uh, except for this from Nicholas Thompson. Mm. It's the worst movie I may have ever watched. For a minute I thought he said may ever have, which would have been whimsical and lovely. <laughs> may ever have watched. <laughs> Verily. <laughs> But still, it reminds me of simpler times, not adulting and being a young student getting drunk with their friends and enjoying the quiet times while watching the lowest of the low-budget straight-to-VHS or Betamax horror films. At least these guys got something done. When was the last time Justin Trudeau did something? And legalizing (laughs) weeds doesn't count. Neither does raising the deficit and putting disabled first responders on the street. You vote Trudeau, this ends in full-scale war. Yeah, right. Okay, so right, this, okay. this guy, he, he, <laughs> took a left. he dissociates about a third of the way through and starts referring to himself <laughs> in third person. And As Justin Trudeau. No, no, but then, then it shifts on to this, uh, this, this political oh, right. diatribe. And yeah, no, no, he, he, that was Justin Trudeau and he's sick of it. He's bloody, yeah. he's, he's had it with his time in government. I hate Justin Trudeau. <laughs> Justin Trudeau there. All right, Mr. President, Prime Minister, whatever. Canada, how'd you work? <laughs> Mr. King, Mr. King of Canada. <laughs> oh, Christ. Sexy well, King. The film has no two men, no score, no budget info, no way in. It's all out. <laughs> <laughs> so, Paul, you shithead. Susan! What's one thing about this movie that eased your pain? Probably the fact that everyone's accent is a Canadian stereotype. Spontaneous combustion. I read about this crap. What the fuck are you talking about? And that was, that was <laughs> hilarious. You know, I like things. Oh, I, I like stereotypes. That. I like laughing at other people <laughs> and what they do. But uh, all jokes aside, <laughs> it's funny. It is very funny. And mm. I enjoyed that a great deal. Yeah. Well, we should probably find out what these crazy Canadian, actual Canadian stereotypes. The men behind the accents. The men behind the, the mirage <coughs> of Canada are actually doing in this movie. You tell me. <laughs> well, we start with a production logo and title card that starts as we mean to go on. <laughs> Yeah, it starts and stops and starts again. It makes me wonder if I've got a fucked up copy, but yeah. that's not that's not a coherent thing to think about things. No, it made us all wonder that, and then it made me <laughs> made me wonder if suddenly suddenly I was watching Jam, the is that... <laughs> the very inaccessible that... but amazing British sketch show. There's something wrong with my copy of things. It's like there's something wrong with the cancer I have. <laughs> yeah, it hurts. <laughs> so we start with a guy having sex with Satan. Yes, he really wants. Her to give him babies. Yes, but he needn't know because Satan already had his baby. No. Coochie, coochie, coochie. Oh, coochie, 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 coochie. <laughs> <laughs> and he wakes up. Oh no, a nightmare. Ah. Oh, oh, no. But yet, symbolic, perhaps. Maybe. Um, pull the strings. <laughs> so. After title card number two, the inexplicable return of the title card, um, we meet our main characters. There's even weirder Al Yankovic, <laughs> Willie Nelson, uh-huh. and they're on their way to see weirder Al's brother, Dr. Garth Marenghi. Yeah, I got Garth Marenghi for him. Yeah. Um. I mean, so, and his wife, the robotic woman. <laughs> I brought you some of these to help you ease the pain. Thanks. I hope they work. I feel like I'm going to die. The wonderful mechanized woman. <laughs> she's got she maybe a robot but she's got a big part to play in all of this Paul <laughs> she's very sick yeah uh, and, and while Scarf Marenghi is telling to her the uh, the other two 
guys just they, they they walk around the house interacting with things in the way that like a is it a david cage <laughs> a david cage, ga- cage david- game would have you oh, do okay right i thought of um whoever is the cage who did the minutes the four minutes and 22 seconds whatever no, it was see that's that, john cage that's and i john did cage. make a, and i did make a john cage reference later funnily <laughs> That's a confusing concept for you to introduce here, Paul. I did make a John Cage reference later. <laughs> What's happening? Well, this is a nightmare. <laughs> I'm in things. This is things. You're experiencing things. Jesus, we are. So we also get a news report by Amber Lynn. Amber yes. Lynn. That's Amber oh. Amber Lynn. A medical discovery by the world-renowned Dr. Lucas of Grizzly Flats. Scientists and surgeons alike are very excited. Dr. Lucas has discovered that if the human brain is exposed to ultraviolet light, a human's lifespan will double. Scientists all over the world are very happy with the discovery. At this stage, we get a dialogue sequence that's going to introduce us to some of the concepts we're going to be delving into. I don't mean concepts of the plot, although a little bit. (laughs) It's more the concepts of filmmaking. (laughs) Existentialism. Yes. Hmm. Hmm, see what we have here. Hmm. <laughs> Getting kind of nosy, aren't we? <laughs> kind of bored, uh, looking for a cockroach snack. I can't see any of the delicious critters. Alright, oh, look. Running water and everything up here. Hmm. Yep. It is plastic. This place is a joke. Pretty creepy up here. Why don't you put something on TV? There's an idea. They get the bestiality network up here. You can get uh, stations from Texas and New York. Underground stations. Death, murder, violence. Some programs have been off the air for years. There is talk of where Dr. Garth might be, the brother. Yep. There is talk of refrigerators, of mm-hmm. beer, yeah. of jackets, of jackets yeah. and refrigerators. It's a good place mm-hmm. for it. The occult, yeah. uh, tape players, mm-hmm. that movie you were always talking about uh-huh. with, a, with the weird things in it. Oh, there's Dr. Garth. <laughs> but where is he now? Cupboards. <laughs> cockroach snack okay running water mm-hmm. the bestiality network some programs have been off the show off the air for years party 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 <sighs> and all the while there is a piece of music that is the opposite of the shepherd scale you know how the shepherd scale constantly t- seems like it's ramping up yeah somehow this constantly feel like feels like it's ramping down yeah now i don't I don't remember the film per se, Paul, but I do remember I remember some of the things that happened in it. And I genuinely don't know if you're just recounting like Google's top voted tags or if you're telling me if you're just reproducing the dialogue verbatim. I think that's pretty much everything that happens in the f- in the first sequence of these characters interacting oh, okay. with each other. In sequence, very much a misnomer in this yeah, sense. Yeah, I think isn't so. It? The, the movie is a sequence. But meanwhile, the brother and some fucking people... Various people we will never see again yeah. are chainsaw massacring some guy just right early Birmingham. There's there's a there's a hand prosthetic. They had to yep. someone had someone had to have a hand in this, so <laughs> they didn't didn't have a choice. They had to shell out for that. Yeah, uh, and then we're back and uh, yes, Garth, Mareng- Garth Marenghi and um, I Willie don't know Nelson. what the fuck you called him, Willie Nelson. They play a practical joke on um, even weirder Al Yankovic and yep. <laughs> or Vich, whatever. 
Yep. And oh my god, that plays out with perfect comedy timing, Paul. <laughs> you have to do the joke just before the audience figure it out, or twelve minutes <laughs> later. It's one of those two. Um, then it just becomes even better comedy. As long as we can get two, like the two men just looking at each other and going, eh, uh, eh, oh, oh, uh, well, uh, I was generally uh, having a sense that they didn't live at the same time in history, <laughs> in the same room. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Willie Nelson is adjusting a door. Uh, he's in a tailspin. Tailspin. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Fucking yes. <laughs> So, so that's the next five minutes of the film yeah. that I don't pay attention to because I've got that in my head. Oh, so did you did you miss the fact that there's a missing Salvador Dali on the on the wall, and no. then also a painting that came from the brother's previous house, which was the last house on the left, yeah, and also The Exorcist. No, I got I got all that, and, and then also a painting that was given to Doctor uh, Garth by the Queen of England. Yes, the Queen herself, which is nice. Yeah, I mean benefits <laughs> of living in the Commonwealth, I suppose. <laughs> I disapprove of it. I would vote against it if possible. Yeah. He um, decides that his beer isn't very nice and so goes and waters it down, at which point he f- likes it better. Yeah. Yeah, that beer tastes like cow shit. Must have came from a well in West Africa. I'll add some pure American water to that. That's just the kind of monster we're dealing with. <laughs> but look, enough of those kinds of larks. Uh, it's a chestburster. Oh, shit. Probably. Yeah, the robotic wife dies. Oh, no. And that oh. doesn't slow off our uh, gents down, does it? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm so sorry about your wife, mate. I'm so sorry, but can you make yourself useful and get me a beer? Again, I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, it's the dog. That, oh, there's a dog. And the dog dies by having so- the sauce squirted out of it. Yeah. Which you shouldn't yeah. do that with dogs. They're only, they've only got finite sauce. Yeah, keep all that sauce in. My God, they've got a lot of sauce there. Oh, my God, yes. Ooh. You can, you can pass a dog around many are full english before they're outsourced <laughs> to, oh god. to india that's right vote tory yeah. <laughs> oh my god what's happening to all the dogs in this country <laughs> it's they, they just they don't want the work of sourcing up they don't want the do- work of sourcing up english breakfast you know what mate they're going to the dogs oh, oh twat. fuck idiot joke of the episode tip your tip your waiters tip your waiters and fuck off because we are releasing the hounds full of sauce oh i get but they'll make a dog's dinner of it oh that was the compare he's also a patron this is all getting a bit much. I can't help but wonder about how George Romero is getting on with his copyright lawsuit. Oh, Anne Boleyn is here. <laughs> oh, hi, Anne Boleyn. Al talks about something like this he heard of once, which is not like this. <laughs> you let this jerk experiment on Susan? I read a story once about something weird like this. It was a sci-fi novel about a couple of teenagers who had nothing better to do one summer to kill the neighborhood boy named Harold. And then Willie Nelson gets sucked into a pipe? Yeah. He, and he, Something. He's gone for a while. He's not around for a while. That, yeah. He's gone for a while. The movie is kind of gone for, for a while. while yeah. Because <laughs> there are scenes that cannot and must not be recounted here. They are lost time. Pillow shots between sequences. Yeah. Well, yeah, what happens effectively is 45 minutes then of two men very slowly moving around a <laughs> tiny house. Yeah. 
They spend an unbelievable amount of time looking for more yeah, creatures. Finding none. And they may have used all of their words now because there's fifty there's a good fifteen minute sequence without any dialogue mm-hmm. whatsoever. They they find a room, but it's dark, so they need a yeah. flashlight. They say out loud out loud they need to go get a flashlight. They go yeah. and get a flashlight. They come back. They find a creature. They calmly close the door and go away to find a weapon. They come back. And then they accident he accidentally hammers his brother in the head. Yeah. Um and then one of the things eats his hand. Yeah. Give me back my hand! I, I do a time check at this point, and there's about 40 <laughs> minutes left, and I'm wondering... <laughs> I'm not not digging it. So, anyway. Well, speaking of digging it, he finds a drill saw. Funky. <laughs> I don't get that reference. Is that Duke Nukem? It's, it's definitely Duke Nukem. Fuck yeah. Yeah, he, he then goes away. His brother has been hit in the head with a hammer and had some of his hand eaten, so he shoves him in a cupboard, explaining that he'll come back for him later. Mm. And then he finds him in the living room and says, you're supposed to be dead. Was he? I, I just have I, to go, Paul, this this film's been telling me a lot through exposition, and I just, that's just, I understood that's how the story was being told. So I've been waiting for that. It's beautiful. But oh fuck, Willie Nelson's actually alive. What? And he has a chainsaw. Well, that's refreshing for us. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh god, I didn't even didn't even register that it was a chainsaw though. It felt like it was one of those like electric cutters, you know, like yeah. with a tiny serrated blade on it. It may have been a very overly designed turkey cover or something. Or yeah. it looks like the promotional chainsaw I got with a copy of Resident Evil Four that had like a five inch blade on it. Yeah, still a blade. <laughs> Japanese are crazy. Still a blade. Oh yeah, Jesus, it will cut you right in half, as it did to my old. Happy PlayStation. There's another crucial Amberlin uh, sequence. Yeah. Uh, wait, are these guys on the run? Was that a twist? It's hard to know what? when Amberlin <laughs> is is reading everything off of a cue card in in a newsroom that's just got a, a TV <laughs> set with a like black and white shot of her face looking down at her own face. Yeah, I tell you what though, she's doing better than her colleague <laughs> in his mum's house, being recorded on I think a phone, but not a camera phone. Yeah. <laughs> He's being recorded on a, a dial-up telephone. Yeah. <laughs> In Guantanamo Bay, mid-torture <laughs> sequence. Back to Johnny. Tabloids report that bagel boy Rob Camelli, Cher's boyfriend, has been seen around town with Tracy Lords. It was very ha- uh, lucky that his torturers gave him five minutes to record his cameo in Things. Oh. Weirder Al yeah. rightly, correctly abandons Willie Nelson to his face of becoming a Halloween prop. And um, at this stage, Dr. Lucas arrives and does his thing. Yeah. He does everything that you could want. Yeah, it's amazing. It's it's pretty extraordinary. Hello. Come to pay a social visit. How's Susan feeling? Social visit? Susan, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm Dr. Lucas, down from Grizzly Flats. So you're the fucking bastard, eh? Susan's dead. Everybody's dead. All because of you. Who, me? Yeah, you. There's hundreds of creatures around this goddamn hellhole. All because of you. Do you want to see some blood? First off, take a look at this door. Oh god, what a horrible mess. This is ghastly, brutal, horrible, insane. Blooded guts, that's all that's left of her. Even Weirder Al manages to escape, but he can't escape being on shitty VHS that follows him wherever he goes. <laughs> but it, it turns out maybe this whole thing was a cage prophecy? Yes. And that he's still having sex with Jessica Beale. Yeah. 
And he is actually still in the house with Dr. Lucas and his shocking new look. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I don't know anything at this stage. <laughs> at this stage, no. Uh, the end. Credits. A list of way too many people go past. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, you have experienced The things. title card. Uh, so. Oh my God. Yeah. And, yes. and, and, and that's when I pressed, that's when I stopped because I went, oh great, there's 10 minutes left and I get to just stop. <laughs> I don't know what I experienced once I kept going. Once the credits finished with their amazing list of songs and extraordinary list of cast <laughs> members, I then experienced a behind the scenes shot of Anne Boleyn explaining when she met John Frankenheimer mm-hmm. and then what looked like the kitchen sequence again with outtakes and the original audio. Okay. And then it cuts off during that. Here's what you could have had. That's what was after the credits. Yes. Okay. So how to properly surmise one's feelings to things. We should first of all explain <laughs> what is, if it hasn't been obvious beyond our plot rundown, what's going on. So let's start with the visuals. Okay. How does it look? Every, everything looks, feels, and sounds like jam, Paul. Um, <laughs> like, like the show or just like jam? Bit of both, you know. Now, now I come yeah. come to think of it, it there's a there's a frame rate issue with, right. with the movie. Yes, there's a flickering quality to it. It was shot apparently on eight millimeter, and then okay, purists. I think I think it was may have been shot on eight millimeter, then transferred to video for editing. Okay. Is what my guess is, and that's why it looks so bizarre. Yeah. It's very low quality, mm. very fuzzy, out of focus. Yes. Um, the color scheme is wretched. Mm. Uh, before the lights go out there's a horrible brownness to everything mm. and then there's this red and blue quality to everything that you're seeing yeah the people look like people you'd never see ever with mullets yeah. and mustaches just the strangest looking folk yeah the, the strangest looking folk <laughs> and it kind of makes sense that one of them wrote this as well because yeah i well, can't imagine yeah. the dialogue coming out of anyone other than these people now <laughs> but it's just it's hard to believe that they are real people yes so we move on to that the dialogue the dialogue is baffling yeah all right let's dig in what's that uh, a book <laughs> horror of a thousand ugly brutal cuts <laughs> a recorder in the freezer <laughs> hey let's try this thing done you better turn it off. I think I'm being possessed. <laughs> Get a load of this shit. Alistair Crowley. Oh, it's talking about the people he killed before he died. Oh, my God. Oh, the diagrams are so sick. Inexplicable. And if you were to theorize why it is the way it is, you might theorize that they recorded dialogue and then... <laughs> had to dub over almost all of it. Yeah. But they may not have gotten the people who originally recorded it to do the dubbing. Or told them the motivations of the characters or what the characters should be feeling or how they should yes. even say the lines. Yes. And also they may actually have been seeing the film for the first time. Yeah. I don't think they showed them the film, Paul. <laughs> I don't think they... Maybe they didn't see the film at all. They just guessed. Read this into it my phone now. It almost makes us... Yeah. <laughs> into my old 80s... <laughs> Handphone, you know the handphones. The handphones they had, yeah. Handphones. It's bizarre. The music is either repeating the same little bit of piano music um, over and over again. Mm. All I see is this goddamn chainsaw and a golf club at the door. I'm telling you, the creatures were here. They were here. You gotta believe me. You gotta believe me. We even killed a bunch of them. Ah, you're a real looney tune. 
this before you try to kill me too. Or it is a series of original songs, none of which are appropriate. <laughs> which they then play in their entirety until they stop, Birdemic style. Yeah. Um, um, or sometimes sometimes cut them off uh, 20 seconds before they should stop. Yes. Birdemic style. Uh, yes, yes. Sometimes just stop them in mid-thing. Yeah. It has definitely... There's some very hard edits. <laughs> um, the editing is often baffling. There are insert cuts ra- uh, worthy of Samurai Cop. Yeah. Reaction shots that were clearly filmed on a different year. Uh, from everything else yeah um just really bizarre framing that seems deliberately comedic yeah it's almost nothing looks like it was planned to go that way yeah i thought you were gonna say this film is almost nothing which is also accurate (laughs) but it's such a loosely held together it's like very nebulous movie it looks like it was filmed in a night but also 20 years (laughs) <laughs> where they, they weren't allowed to leave the house. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yes, a long Alaskan night, where, <laughs> which lasts several days. Yeah. They emerged after the winter having made things. It's utterly unique. I can't yeah. think of anything similar to it. And the, the effect is weird, because when we talk about so bad they're good movies, we generally mean that, of course, the movie fails with the intention. Mm. Um, uh, but it might be funny enough in the way in which it fails that it can be enjoyed as an unintended comedy. Yeah. Things does work that way. You can spend a lot of time laughing at the stuff that's bizarre. <laughs> but for me, at least, it's also so bad that it succeeds as a legitimate horror movie. <laughs> yeah. I, because I think what they were aiming for is a horror comedy, a la, you know, any of the things that they reference, like mm. Evil Dead 2. Yes. But it's so bizarre and inexplicable and alienating. I felt alone it, watching this. Like, the directors did not have, hold my hand on this. Yeah, I felt really uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, this unsettled. was a great joke that the whole world was playing on me. I wanted out. I wanted out <laughs> almost as soon as it started. I felt like I was stuck in the room with yeah. them. It had long stretches where it fucking holds you hostage in an inexplicable place where you don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah. And you don't really know what just happened. No. Like, it was hard to, like, understand it as something that was unintentional. Be- yes. because it Because it was so... As, as a so bad, it's good movie. It is not ex- accessibly bad. It, it's, it's not accessibly bad, like, Beyond the Seventh Door or Pass Through or Birdemic. Right, where it has a story you can follow. It's just hilarious yeah. how badly and, they're doing and, it. And, and, yeah, and you can spend time just going, what the fuck is this to the person that you're watching it with and laughing? Yeah. In this, if I turned around to talk to Nell... I suddenly had no idea what was going on. Yeah. And I was I was suddenly just on the outside looking in and I had to pay real attention. I had to focus so yeah. hard to get to 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 follow this, but I wanted to as well is the thing. Well, it's a jigsaw where you have not been provided with enough pieces and you might also have pieces of other jigsaws. Yeah, but you don't it's, know what a jigsaw is. Exact meaning <laughs> is inferred. In, like, a shot. Yeah. Like, we'll see a shot of something, and now we're to take it that this character is dead because there was some blood on a door. Yeah. And it's it's just, it's almost Lynchian in the way in which it's trying to communicate with you on a purely subconscious mm. level. It, I don't know, it felt like, to me, like, 
a bad party when you were like 22 you know mm-hmm. only just too old for this it's like it's 5 a.m you're tired you're in a small room with yeah. six other men usually it smells ungodly it's hot it's dark you have a headache mm. you feel a bit sick and you don't know what anyone else is talking about but it sounds boring and you have an extra headache on top of the first one the food you all ate six hours ago is still fucking about in various ways yeah. just like in the corners and stamped into the carpet and in the bed you're expected to sleep in shortly hopefully my god um <laughs> That's this movie. It's hell. Yeah. It's it's an hour and change of pure hell, and it's kind of magnificent for that. Yeah. I'm, I'm watching this and going, okay, this can't be intentional because nobody is good enough to make something like this intentionally. And, and, mm. and yet I was getting, <laughs> at times I was yeah. getting Panos Cosmatos vibes. I was getting Guy Madden vibes. Um, yeah, Lynch. Yeah, I had major Toby Hooper stuff going on. Mm. I mean, certainly with te- the original Texas Chainsaw, there's stuff here. There's moments where unexpected things, and we'll get to this more in my quick firing, like genuine kind of moments where you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. You know, that's a horrible thing that you've implied there. Yeah. And yet at the same time, right, like when you, when you look at Manos Pass Through, you know, like famously yeah. worst movies of all time, yeah. they are... A hundred million dollar movies compared to this. The production value of like Manos <laughs> looks like fucking. Yes, there's competency there. Yeah, this looks like they weren't allowed to go outside. Yeah, like they couldn't afford to <laughs> open the, house the, the door. <laughs> yeah, is, yeah, it genuinely feels that way. It's just oh god, it, it's like it, it went mad. Yeah. You know, it was like yeah, we'll go into the mountains, you know, and film a, a horror comedy. What could go wrong? And then The Shining kicked in. Yeah. <laughs> and they all went insane and came back down having eaten one of them yeah. and with a crumbling VHS tape with things on it. <laughs> so it's like, it's so, it feels so weird to to think of this as a movie. It like it, yeah. just, it just doesn't exist in my headspace as as a piece of film. It's like the videotape from The Ring. <laughs> Yeah, don't. <laughs> it needs to be passed around. Yeah, don't watch it. You will die in seven days. <laughs> or, um, or sooner. So, like, I don't think... Yeah. Like, it feels weird then to refer to it as exploitation because it suggests that it belongs to any cinematic movement. Like, anything <laughs> yeah. at all. Like, oh, like God. This is, this is an accident. A glorious, incredible accident. Yeah. Um, that just... Thank God it happened, but... My God, it couldn't be repeated. It's lightning in a bottle, and yeah. it's just so bizarre. It doesn't have the reassurance of something like The Room does, where it's like, oh, look at the glossy kind of filming nature of this. Mm. This feels like it was just wrought in flesh somehow. Like they carved the film into their bodies and brought yeah. it back down there. It's just inexplicable. It, it was shot on just the worst technology, edited on even worse. The audio must have gotten lost somewhere. Yeah. God, it's, it's, you think, it's almost fuck. a shame. I wouldn't release it if it was me. <laughs> well, no, that's the you thing. If you don't release it, you've got to find a way to just let it escape somehow. Like, it needs to be found in a fucking basement somewhere. Um, yeah. And watched. I'm, I'm, I'm amazed by it. But look, it's almost a shame to do this, but I am going to turn to um, a gift from friend of the podcast, Katie Maiden. Okay. This is Rob Hill's The Bad Movie Bible. Okay. And uh, there's a four-page entry on things. Okay. 
Uh, let me see here. At times you feel like you know what's going on, then something will happen to remind you that this is not the case. I've seen this movie several times, but don't know how much sense I can make of it or how to go about describing it. Luckily, I spoke to its star, co-writer, and co-producer, Barry J. Gillis, so hopefully he can throw some light on the matter. And there was a two-page interview okay. with Mr. Gillis here. I was curious. Gonna I was going to ask because yes. I wanted to know how they felt, did, how whether they owned this or not, <laughs> and how they well couched this. Yes. Oh, well, this on Anne Boleyn, first of all. Um, were the Anne Boleyn scenes part of the original screenplay? I've always wondered if the distributor pushed you to add a name to the cast. Um, it was actually the other way around, says Gillis. We pushed the distributor to f- uh, put the money up for Anne Boleyn. She was stripping in Toronto, and Andy and I decided to go to the club, even though we didn't have any a dime to our names because of the movie, to see if we could get her interested. <laughs> she ended up agreeing to it, uh, $2,500 for an hour of her time, uh, and the rest is history. Well, not exactly. We had no money to pay her. Uh, we begged Mel Lieberman to put up the cash. He agreed, and it's a good thing he did, after, because after sinking money into Anne Boleyn, he had no choice but to release the movie after he saw it in full. Oh, Christ. Those tricksters, those Loki boys. <laughs> Things has developed a real reputation over the years. So, uh, what sort of expectations did you originally have for it? We were always hoping things would become a cult film. Originally, we weren't intentionally trying to go out and make a cult film. We were really trying our best to make the best movie we could. We were having fun as we went along, but we weren't intentionally trying to make stupid jokes and do dumb stuff. Mm. I've said it before and I'll say it again. We we are lucky and somehow blessed that things has become a cult film with quite the following of fans who are really into the movie. We're astonished by the legions of thingsites out there. Uh, how they introduce others to the movie and throw things parties with cheese sandwiches and paper towels and do all that crazy kinds of stuff we're lucky to have a movie like things out there that makes so many people happy so wow yeah okay that's a <laughs> that was a really surprising and, and positive um it was positive like uh like analysis of its career i guess <laughs> yeah because it is accepting that it is a bad movie that people yes. have have taken like have have, have taken to loving uh for reasons other than their original intention Yes. And, but they're lucky that that's happened. There's no, <laughs> I think I intended this all along. There's no, it's an amazing yeah, movie yeah. and I'm confused as to why people are finding this funny. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's the brave. That's really approach. good. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. I, I, I'm very fond of that. And, you know, he's Canadian. Of course he's going to be all right. <laughs> of course. <laughs> he's well, going to be like that utterly ineffective Justin Trudeau <laughs> and uh, all of his failings. So... Yeah, it's it's very interesting. I think the, there's two movies here, neither of which are the one that Gillis and um, mm. oh the other guy wanted to make. Um, I think there's one so bad it's good movie, which is hilarious. It's hilarious mm. how many things go wrong in this. Yep. The approaches at human communication are the highlights. I think and most of my quick fires pertain to characters trying to seem natural speaking to each other, um, and then also aesthetically. You've got a visceral, disturbing horror film mm. that works genuinely effectively as a film to unnerve and put you on edge and yeah. disorientate you, like a Lynch film. Yeah. Which, again, I don't think they were going for. I think they were going yeah. for, like, The Evil Dead, like a horror comedy. Yes. So, like, you know, totally accessible, completely, you know, mainstream yeah. horror comedy. And because of their inability to do that, they rendered something just that it defies explanation and yeah. maybe you can't appreciate how tantalizing that is to people who like horror movies and such yeah and i mean as, 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 as not a huge fan of horror movies 
this the, this is something that really got to me in a good way the, yeah. like i fell in love um i was very <laughs> scared and then whether stockholm syndrome kicked in or or you know just just usual yeah. usual fears uh, it, it, it it's really stuck with me i think it's singular yeah. yes and i think it, like it affected me in a way i just absolutely wasn't expecting i can't <laughs> i can't yeah. effuse enough about this no, it, it's really quite astonishing. And I think all we can do now is just go through a list of things that we absolutely loved about it. Let's, uh, let's quick fire. I think so, yes. Quick fire. Oh, just the music and the camera right away. I think it's the first shot of the actual movie movie. Um, the, wo- the woman with her Satan mask on just I think stood so. there. Yeah, my yeah. God, just immediately. You're in. This yeah. is what your experience is going to be. It's like the the only time I can think of something more effective is that horrible movie Begotten, which mm. begins with this terrifying figure sort of vomiting up blood as it's about mm. to give birth. Okay. It's it's a similar kind of shocking opening. Cool. Okay. Well, the the echoing laughter in that opening scene was pretty creepy. I thought. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It was like maybe that overlaid oh. on the 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 weird sort of daggy frame rate. I don't know, but it, yeah. it was a perfect concoction. So many of the audio effects, because one thing that happens is often during the more sort of alarming sequences where people are screaming, you can still hear the original audio underneath, and it becomes like yeah. this. Like they've dubbed themselves over it, but you can still hear the original kind of ah da. Yeah, and the effect is haunting. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like they, it's like literally you can hear that hell is next door. Yeah, <laughs> it's just or just under it's, your skin. Okay, there's so many lo- times I've just written down a line, and I'm yeah. gonna have to try and remember why it's funny. Um, mm. this was said by the doctor brother who had some fucking corkers in this movie. I can only imagine that he said this line like, "I said I wanted you to have my baby." <laughs> um, same guy, uh, Garth Marenghi. Yeah, the, when they find their beers. And mm. uh, he goes, all right, let's begin. It's how I start all of my binges. <laughs> I will. <laughs> oh, the wife was amazing. Yeah. Susan. <laughs> Susan. I'm in, I'm in so much pain. <laughs> I think I might die. <laughs> yeah. She was fantastic. Everything, every time Garth Marenghi said her name really, really got to me. I... I Enjoyed it very much, especially the the rich vulture esque. Oh God, Susan! Susan! Um, <laughs> it perhaps unfairly that's just going to be my go-to for this fucking movie. <laughs> I think it's fair. I think it's very fair. Yeah. Um, one of the things we didn't really, I, I didn't hit upon in ha- the inexplicable nature of the dialogue is how everybody is constantly explaining what they're doing. So yeah, just um, getting kind of hot in here. <laughs> Throw this in the freezer. In storage, maybe. It's a good place for it. You know, it's just, it's so bizarre. Later uh, on, it's like, oh, you're so heavy. I need yeah. to put you back down. Is it? Ah, uh, <laughs> put you back down. You're so heavy. Gotta get some bandages to you. Oh, you heavy thug. Ah, oh, oh, put you back down. You're so heavy. All I see is this chainsaw here by the door. <laughs> gonna pick this up. I'm gonna put it over here. It's it's <laughs> utterly baffling, but it's always yeah. amazing. 
I've also got the line, ah, I'm gonna die, but I was saved. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that, but I very much I believe don't... it's in the movie. Yeah, fuck me. Yeah, I just have to. Can't afford not to, mate. Uh, I think the brothers laugh. I think it's during whilst he's Texas chainsawing the guy, or it might have okay. been during the sandwich. I don't know, but at some point he just laughs, and it's just <sighs> amazing. <laughs> So many of my memories of this movie mm. are just... I think I've, I've uh, warped them all to be super slow-mo with people laughing maniacally over yeah. the top of them. And and, and 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 again, just can't go back enough to jam and fucking... <laughs> yeah. Um, just, just people pulling grotesque faces and, and yeah. noises that shouldn't come from their mouths coming from their mouths. Yeah. And, oh my God. Like I can't, I'm not going to be able to remember this movie properly. It's like staring at God. <laughs> Um, so yeah, there was a good hand prosthetic. That when they were cutting someone's hand off, it looked like a oh, yeah. like a like a rotted down to the bone hand. Yes, there were some good prosthetics. I think the gross looking head was quite good that they bring in. And they pulled the eyeball out. I of. think so. Yes, it's but it's got its nose is gone, mm. and that's like nice and and gruey. So yeah, there's some good yeah. good looking gore effects in here. Yeah. It is. It's like a dream. Like, in particular, mm. the sequence where they're watching television and Gillis yeah. is commenting on it. I saw this before. What a bunch of trash. <laughs> I know that guy. That guy. He's, he was in that other movie. Um, I think that one with Bruce Lee. Yeah, that was it. This company puts out the cheapest crap I've ever seen. <laughs> Look at Ah, reliving old memories. This is stupid. It's just the surreal logic of it, of just him saying vaguely relevant things, like it's kind of passing in and out of his attention that this television is here. Just, (laughs) ha ha ha, they put anything on TV. (laughs) Yeah. It's just so surreal why are you telling why are you saying this why are you telling me this i'm i'm really scared it's like you're talking so much you're definitely not engaging with the television it's like putting the television on was an opportunity for you to riff on the concept of television there's there's, there's something truly terrifying about these characters having no inner monologue yes and, and and just complete failure to communicate like you could say i need help please help me and they'd be like yeah that's (laughs) <laughs> they put that show on all the time. Please. <laughs> Just oh, help God. Me. What's that got to do? Let me yes, finish. My next one. <laughs> What's that got to do? Let's, let me finish. <laughs> and it happens later on where it's like, I, 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 I nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Whilst he's telling the story, though, he does say, um, he refers to a Scottish town. And it's like, it's just like they're all <laughs> yeah. drunk. To kill the neighborhood boy named Harold, along with everyone else in the Scottish town. <laughs> it's like he's improvising <laughs> or just like yeah. really struggling to remember it. It's it's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's sl- yeah, just maybe it is. Maybe it's just the speech, the, the lines that they were supposed to learn and yeah. didn't. And then even when they're <laughs> just re-recording the lines, they're not fucking yeah. looking at the page. It's right here, mate. It's right. Just read this line. Don't yeah. no, Don't look at there. Look at me. <laughs> Fuck me. Oh, um, Jesus. <laughs> so I've got a quick fire, which is just the movie. Just the fact that it's a complete circular entity that cannot exist without any of its constituent parts. <laughs> so from beginning to it's end, very, that's quick fire. Very whole. Um, I think it's when he's been telling this ridiculous story that goes nowhere. 
and yeah. um, the brother's just like, my wife's dead. This is really no time for stories, Don. My wife's dead. In order to interrupt him and get him back <sighs> yeah. off on subject. Oh, fuck. Which I think does lead into the whole, um, I'm sorry, I was just trying to ease the pain. <laughs> Doug, you're my brother. I didn't mean no harm by it. I was only trying to ease the tension. Doug's, so Doug's whole speech, Garth Marenghi, about Susan's pregnancy going wrong, just right. everything about it is fucking beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's just slurring, reaching for words, and yeah. just not knowing the next word that's going to come out of your mouth. <laughs> so yeah, that's I guess that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> just cut it off there. I think that's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's reminiscent of things. The whiskey sequence was quite incredible. Really? Mm. It's um, just where... Oh, fuck, they're both drinking whiskey and he pours it over the guy's head. He barely reacts. Yeah. And then it's like... Fuck me. And it's just like... <laughs> oh, joke's on you. Hey, do you hear that? Do you hear that? Ads. I didn't hear nothing at all. I just didn't want you to pour any whiskey on me. Lost your train of thought, didn't I? <laughs> like, am I asleep? <laughs> God. What's happening? Oh. Just Again, I'm so sorry about your wife. <laughs> everyone alive in this house knows that there ain't beers. <laughs> what? I'm gonna kill you, Don! Get me out of here! This is the last time I'm going on any of your trips. <laughs> Sometimes there's lines like, next time you're coming with me, you're staying at home. Where you wonder yeah. like, that, that. okay, that's a joke. That's recognizably yeah. a joke. You haven't genuinely yeah. thought that's a, a, a non-circular thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> after they kill the thing, yeah. after they kill one of the things, the brother just saying, You got him real good. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> oh. Pretty great. Thank you. <laughs> so my, my final one is um, oh, wow. when he escapes the house. It's broad fucking daylight. It's so disorienting. Yes. Uh, and it, it's still it, bleached it, out as fuck. It's just... Yeah. It looks oh, like an God. old 70s TV show where they don't the cameras yeah. don't... <laughs> it like, looks like a VHS the outdoor recording. outdoor cameras aren't as good as the indoor ones. It looks like a VHS recording of an old tele- 70s television show. It's like, this yeah. is ha- the only way in which this lost episode exists now. Your dad gets up and bangs the TV. <laughs> got to get the and tracking that's, that's right. the film you're watching. <laughs> you got the greens turned all the way up. It's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Old TVs, what's wrong with you? Another line that was deliberately funny, which kind of taught me, caught me off guard, was after the mm. brothers had his head hit. Um, he says, it's not how I want it to be hammered. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Got me. Oh. Oh, when, he gets, when he gets part of his hand bitten off and then just starts laughing is just, again, it's really <laughs> yeah. unsettling. There's a montage of shots that kick in at one point where the sink is dripping. Mm. It's just this, like, it's just dripping and it becomes part of the soundtrack and Gillis is just kind of lounging around and the music is, like, droning and it's like, fuck me, what's happening? Yeah. This is, like, progressive. It's bizarre. This is, like, modern horror. This is so weird. Some weird experimental is weird. Kenneth Angus shit. Like, what's what's yeah. happening? I need to get out of here. Oh god, the way in which the scree- the guy, uh, Willie Nelson screaming, mm. and his chainsaw. The way in which this audio is interplayed with each other, is yeah. uh, quite something. And I'll sample that. 
the face of Willie Nelson actually disturbed me. He okay. He get he's locked in a room. He's screaming for his life in a way that is half like horror comedy and half like real, uh, but just mm. comically unreal because of how much they can't do either of these things. And then yeah. just saying, I'm still alive. They could do lots of medical science now. They could put anything yeah. back on. And he comes in and finds that he is just a horrible now skull with an eyeball. Ah, oh, yeah. It's really unpleasant, the idea that, that, is, that he's still sentient in that in that mm. existence and it's i don't know it, it, yeah. that that kind of it's... that scene might be the bit that broke me <laughs> interesting i found it very funny it was um, it was funny it was like then... it was like oh that was evil that's that's the evil dead stuff that's evil dead humor <laughs> and then Love the it. other the other genuinely affecting moment for me was when he gets out he gets in a car and he's like oh thank god i got away and the other guy's like did you and we cut we immediately cut back to yeah. Dr. Lucas, covered in blood, looking horrible, mm. wandering towards the screen like the woman from Room 237 in The Shining. Mm. And yeah, it was disturbing. Like, that was... It was ob- upsetting because it was like the reality of things all flooded back at you at once. <laughs> you're not actually getting out of this. No, you're still in this. You're still in this room. There's still more movie to go. And that was, that was yeah, effectively unpleasant. Yeah, okay, so the final sequence is the first sequence I showed you of things several years ago when I wanted yes. to demonstrate what this movie's like is that we watched the Dr. Lucas sequence yeah. together. Yeah, and I didn't remember until that scene happened <laughs> the other day. And then it all came flooding back. Really? Then that I remembered. You know, they didn't come all flooding back when you saw Barry J. Gillis's face. No, it was definitely more <laughs> the interaction between him and Dr. Lucas that triggered it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it is. This fucking superb <laughs> i'm telling the truth yeah you've been lying all along all that's gonna happen to you is you're gonna end up in a hospital for a criminy insane telling you the truth yeah man you give me a bunch of shit time for you to get locked up that's about the size of it yeah you're giving me a bunch of shit man check the place out no <laughs> What made you do such a brutal crime? <laughs> and it, Blood. And it just doesn't match guts. up with his face at all. No, he looks like he's trying to stop himself from laughing. Yeah. In every single scene. And the guy looks really softly spoken. Yes, he just looks like Ted from Next yeah. Door. Oh no, howdy there. <laughs> it's brutal crime. Oh god. <laughs> me, <laughs> You're a real joker. <laughs> that's just oh, it's ultimate. Sort of PSX era of voice acting. <laughs> yeah, it really is, and and the music as well got me like in the PSX kind of mood. It was oh. fucking inexplicable. <laughs> it's me kissing it's Barry just, J. Gillard. Yeah, it's right up there with the you know the samurai cop nurse scene. It's just <sighs> in the in the pantheon of incredibly yeah. terrible, brilliant movie moments. Um, and I feel good. I feel I feel blessed. <laughs> Blessed I feel really things. blessed to have seen things. And Me too. To have experienced things. And yeah, where do we even go from here? <laughs> well, we could ask the OG team. The brutal OG team. I think we probably should. They are surely going to have seen this. Hello so, to the OG team. Yeah, so onto the OG team. Some people have been on Twitter for years. 
so sorry about your wife. <laughs> um, so Mark Reed said, where can I watch this? And we will tell you <laughs> later. Yes, it's hard to watch. You, uh, <laughs> getting a hold of a copy is probably your best bet. Yeah. If you can look on, check eBay and such things, there are copies out there. Um, I would say it's worth it. <laughs> I would say so. I would probably, I would pay $30, $40 to watch this um, at home. <laughs> and I would pay more probably to see it in the cinema. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I feel like this is a movie that you have to watch, preferably in the smallest r- room of your house. <laughs> Find, wire that up with an old television and watch it in there. I, I think it's going to have um, rewatch value on just about any format. <laughs> Dream, 4K. side of a dog. Yeah. <laughs> Ellen Graham says, fuck yeah, uh, finally yes. one I've actually seen. I remember messaging Paul right after watching it, smug that I had found some utter glorious shite, so niche that finally that bastard wouldn't have already seen it. <laughs> well, it's uh, probably one of the nicer messages you've got. Alas, he had, but the joy of watching this film felt like I was discovering a secret. Aww. The shit audio, the drop plot of the dead wife. Yes. Uh, Dropped or just neatly tied off? My question to you. Uh, How about the drop the sandwich... plot of whatever the fuck he was doing with those strangers? Che- Texas chainsawing everyone. <laughs> Again, I say dropped or neatly perfect. Resolved. <laughs> Stamp. <laughs> the sandwich scene that took several days to film since the actors weren't all there. Oh, really? What a shit gem. Oh, right, yeah, from how it seems. Yeah, it definitely feels that way. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Jesus. And Adam Lemmy replies, things is glorious. It's yeah. an experience on its own fucking level. That yeah. it is, my friend. It most certainly is. It's critically unassailable. That it fucking well is. And uh, God bless it for that. It's as unassailable as a Mark Kermode quiff. That's it. Thank you, OGT. That's okay. I just wanted to know if there was any more OGTs. Got my answer. I'm just trying Didn't to ease I? your OGT. <laughs> well, that's that's it for our things. Let's uh, talk about the what better things. Thing. Uh oh. The one better thing. Well, things is the one better oh. things. <laughs> there are no better things. This is the definitive thing. Ooga, ooga. Precisely. Yeah, I and agree. And that's why things. I agree. Um, some of the things it rips off are pretty great, like Evil Dead Two mm. and. Um, the last house on the left is uh, yeah. that one's not so great, but there's there's some really good stuff that was going on in the eighties, which this owes a debt. Aliens definitely watched Evil Dead. I think it was a, refer- uh, a reference. Alien mm-hmm. and Aliens. Um, yeah, cinema in general. Cinema in general all led to this. A lot of good going on, <laughs> and and then you should just watch Mandy if you haven't yet, because yeah. uh, it was the best film of uh, whatever film, whatever year it came, whatever film it came out in, <laughs> and um, and also the best room. year. So. It, it did the double. It's a, it's a it's a Paul Goodman double. It's what I like to call Fuck it. Yeah. Best film of that film and best film of that year. <laughs> um, quite a lot of films have done that actually. At least one a year. Definitely. And but also yeah, Panos Cosmatos in general. Just that general. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's the word? Disorienting feeling. Yeah. You know, it's a film. Something like Beyond the Black Rainbow is a film you could really go to Paul Salt's house and fall asleep during. <laughs> it's demonstrably that at the very least. Um, yeah. And I would also, of course, recommend the Texas Chainsaw Massacre because it has a very similar energy. The original, that is. So, yeah, yeah. check that out. <laughs> Great. Because of inescapable cinematic hells. The one better thing. Oh, Jesus. All right, well, where can people find out about the, the, the one thing good? You mean our things, our special, yes. special things? how can people find out about our things that we've birthed? Speaking of birthed, you you were a thing birthed in 1989, were you not? Uh, 88. 
Oh, well, fuck you Already then. Already are we in at the point when this here movie came out? I can't believe my parents took me to see it. Yeah, well, you're no fucking good, are you? So anyone <laughs> out there who was who who did become a things in 1989, well done you. People I went to school uh, with. You know, interchangeable between this film and you know how <laughs> the rest of the world sees you. Um, and if you do want to just get in touch, just to share some of that, some of that love, some of that oozing, dripping love that that realization has definitely engendered in you, then you can do so on Twitter and Facebook at OGT Pod. Tell us, tell us your favourite things. Uh oh. Ballet, a plant, the dog that's staring at you, some trees. Have you put and so have on? You put any items of clothing in a fridge? Tell us about it. Tell us. Do you do you water down your beer? Do you water down anything? Why do you water down water? What's going on? Yeah. Do you take hard water from north and soft from south? Or whichever way it is. <laughs> the other way, and I mix think. the two for, for the perfect but but slightly shitty cup of tea. Those things and more could be answered if only you were to get in touch only with us. Well, if that's the kind of person you are, then you're very welcome in OGT. I'd say so too. And the other people who are welcome in the OG team are the people who pay extra money for extra content from us. That's right. We have a Patreon uh, as of now where uh, for as little as a dollar a month, uh, you can get exclusive access to extra content such as pools pitches, 50 pools of shade, uh, a very sexy story and just getting sexier by the episode. It can't help itself. It just can't help itself. Just like we can't help ourselves around one another. Isn't that right, friend? (laughs) Isn't that right? So, uh, we have reviews of Halloween Kills of June. Mm. Uh, special twenty dollar patron Mark Reed uh, was on the show this week discussing his films, to be, his marks to be buried yep. with. The Bond theme thing is out there. <laughs> Fuck yeah, the Bond theme thing too. Oh, so many Bond theme things. It's things. it's unbelievable. Things. I'm yeah. Paul to a kill. I um thingy me Paul. And remember, the one good thing about things is even more things. Oh! I get it. Yeah. Who are you? My God. It's the movie we've been searching for all this time and it's been right there in the name. One good.